Welcome to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast, where we explore popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world in the light of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura. I'm Cody Fields, the president of the Noseminster family of guitar effects. You can check us out at westminstereffects.com. Make sure you join the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge on Facebook. I'm joined in person by Bradley Cox, who lacks witty introduction content today. Um... But I'm a pastor in Greer, South Carolina. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and via the internet. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, gosh. If people well, that's knew, been a great show, everybody. Uh, it, yeah, if people only knew, like, the context shifting I have to do in, in any given yeah, day. Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. I go from, what you know, counseling to, it's just like... And then to a podcast, it's hard for my brain to shift gears. <laughs> my apologies. Well, speaking of shifting gears, this is John Ross, Westminster Effects artist, Augsburgian Christian, and father of the year from Lincoln, Nebraska. Father, father of the year? year? How did you I manage saved, that? I woke up. Uh, yeah, this is embarrassing because like, I'm usually not this irresponsible. I woke up seven minutes before school started. Not before they had to be at school, but before school started. And I and I got them there four minutes late. Wow. So that's impressive. Uh, I mean, all I mean, told, that's, yeah, that's not that's that bad. The, I mean, in clean clothes and it snowed, like what the heck? Um but I got their snow stuff uh, together, packed in separate bags. We got out with only minimal yelling yelling, so uh, still groggy, so this is gonna, this is gonna be a fun one. Oh, this will be a fun a, one. Gonna be a chuckler. Well, start us off. Uh, what you do in church this week, John? Uh, so this was the first week of our Advent sermon series, uh, going over the uh, the original songs of Christmas. I still don't know what they're actually calling this sermon series, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, the original songs of Christmas, so the Magnificat, the Nook Dimittis, which uh, our audience heard my rendition of as the outro bumper last week, and uh, uh, then the Song of Zechariah, or the Benedicamus, uh, for, the, uh, for the third week uh, before Christmas. Uh, so this week was the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, My Soul Magnifies the Lord, My Spirit Rejoices in God, My Savior, for you have, uh, you have looked with me in favor on your handmaid, and so on and so forth. Uh, the direction that was taken with that is in the midst of anxiety. Uh, our response should not be to fret, should not be to worry, uh, but to simply say that no matter what, my soul will magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoices in you. Not that my uh, my spirit is crushed by the unknown, that my spirit is, uh, uh, I don't know, words, uh, but that we that we magnify the Lord and we rejoice uh, in all things, and uh, uh, of course the uh, the script one of the scriptural references was the, was the uh, all things are possible or yeah all thing nothing is impossible uh, with with God I believe that was taken oh my goodness I'm so tired it was from Mary or Elizabeth or something I don't know. I'm I'm being very irreverent. Uh, <laughs> For, for the, really since don't. nobody can see, John is just really rubbing his eyes and 
Yeah. He he really is not awake right now. Mm. This is Freaking zombie John Ross. Uh, anyways, uh, it, it it went really it it went really well. Um, I was on lead guitar, which is uh, kind of atypical. Not that I can't do it. Um, I can I can do all things with uh, the same degree of mediocrity that. Uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our lead player wasn't able to make it uh, this week um, for rehearsal, and so I, you know, their Tomlin Christmas songs really only one electric guitar part for the most part, anyways. Not all Tomlin Christmas songs, but pretty much. And not just one electric guitar part; it's one note on the electric guitar. Oh come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> His uh, okay, song, sorry, it's it's three. It's three notes. Pretty, okay, that's that, that that that's a little more fair. It has some pretty good lead parts, but. Uh, yeah, so that was that was uh, enjoyable. I was I was like playing uh, playing the Christmas music when when that time comes around. I uh, I've always I've always said that I haven't been a fan of uh, like Christmas radio because I like literally if I hear Burl Ives or like Gene Autry or anybody like one more time, I'm just gonna freaking lose it. And so, like, different Christmas songs, even with the Chris Tomlin choruses, I'm okay with that. Um, because, you know, I've sang, I've sang Joy to the World, like, 50 bajillion times. And so, like, I want to have some unspeakable joy, gosh darn it. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was a good week. Yeah, yeah we, on, at the, at the res end, we played joy to the world we did um the jeremy riddle version which is actually a lot of fun to play yeah um uh i was on electric bradley you were on acoustic and and leading and you had the week off from preaching i did uh music like i don't really have anything that went wrong since people always get a kick out of it i did moving the (laughs) preaching table up to its proper position i did crack my shin on it uh, which didn't feel very good, but yeah. that wasn't that wasn't a musical thing. Yeah. Uh, our Advent series is out of Isaiah. Is it nine? Isaiah nine, six uh, and seven. Yeah, uh, wonderful counselor, mighty God, etc. And Excellent. so Keith took the mighty God angle, and he he went a different angle than I thought he would. Yeah, uh, because you know you think mighty God, it's you know deity of Christ, second person of the Trinity, hypostatic union type of concepts. But he went at it from the angle of, you know, when we when we do some testimony, it's always, or almost always, yeah, I, I prayed and God changed my outlook on this thing or brought me out of depression or healed me or whatever. And uh, he's like, well, God's just as mighty and sovereign when he doesn't heal you, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the being... Conscious of God's might and power when he's sustaining, yep. just as much as when he's delivering or healing or um, fixing was his main point. Yeah. Which is, it's very true. I mean, um, it's good. Yeah. And then, and then afterward, we had we ended up with a long church day because we had our, our, trustees, our meeting. trustees meeting, which was oh, my okay. first one. I think first one without the old trustees, correct? Or did yeah, that was the first one, and you guys approved the 2020 budget. Yeah, um, so it was a big meeting, and so it was not quick, but it was painless. It was. <laughs> I thought it went well. Yeah, real, real well. Everybody Nobody. asked good questions. I think we came to good 
Yeah, nobody threw any punches. The life of the church, man. It's 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 worship. It's stewardship. It's fellowship. It's a li- little bit of everything. It's a little bit right? of everything. But and and you know, I I hope that we appreciate it as as we should. You right. Know? I that's that was the thought I had came, coming away from yesterday was just the the you know I went from you know leading worship to. Um, a, a meeting with leaders and trustees about our budget, our facilities, to premarital counseling. After that, oh man! Um, so you even had it fuller. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 what we do, right? I mean, right, it, it's, right. It's good. It's all fruitful, and uh, I'm thankful that that's the way I get to spend my time and energy. Right. Um, I could be doing a lot of other things, but I get to do that. So. Right. My my only complaint about yesterday is I I really wanted to go to Hems and Hops last night because they were doing their Christmas edition. I thought you were going. I was, and I crashed so hard at five. I was like, I literally can't. So I oh, just had a beer man. at home. So so I just I just it, it just clicked for me why I'm, Hems. It just it just clicked for me why I'm so exhausted today. I was up yesterday at four thirty a.m. because my kids were sick. Uh, the nice. And so like I had like two children in in my bed with me in in my wife and then Kelly wakes me up and says I don't have any room and so I and so I get up and just shove the kids over I'm like well I'm awake now so I went downstairs and started warming up uh, so probably the best prepared I've ever been for a service uh, having an additional <laughs> two and a half hours uh, to prepare that, that's a normal Sunday for you though isn't it or close to it uh, yeah close I don't get up at 4.30 I usually get yeah, up I get at- it other people are more responsible than me. I, I get that. <laughs> but, I, well, if I'm not preaching, I don't I don't get here till like six or six thirty. Uh, yeah, I, I was preaching seven as usual, but yeah, I uh, I did. You know, I was in Utah uh, last week, um, and so uh, not not doing Mormonish things. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. Greatest uh, South Park episode ever. I, oh, I love it. Um, but my in-laws were out there, went out there for Thanksgiving and, and whatnot. But I didn't have a guitar for like nine days. And like, it just bothers me. So when I came back, I went through and I set up and adjusted and restrung and cleaned all of my instruments. I pulled the instruments out of the storage room that were in shambles and reassembled them just with whatever I had. Like I went ham. Uh, but in the process, I fixed uh, the Telecaster that my kids... Uh, painted uh, for me. Is uh, that the one behind you? As as we look at it, with the Bigsby. Yep. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. There were, there were some intonation issues and, and other things, and so I just finally got it all all fixed up and actually played it yesterday because uh, what doesn't say Christmas more than a Telecaster? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't answer that question. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. You got ho, me there. Ho, ho, ho down is, is, is what it is. <laughs> Speaking of hoedown, uh, I hear Michael W. Smith is a fan of a hoedown, Cody. Yeah, so uh, very, very well done on the transition there. <laughs> uh, we're so professional, we have to point out when we, when we do a good transition. Uh, so... We haven't analyzed lyrics in a long time. This one won't take that long. (laughs) So so we're doing Surrounded, uh, or Fight My Battles by Michael W. Smith, because this is doing the rounds in churches. So the verse, 
and I, I can't even say verse one. It's just the verse. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look <laughs> like I'm surrounded, <laughs> but I'm surrounded by you. Hmm. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. <laughs> nice <laughs> distinction there on the last line. That's important. Right, I, I, I bet know. this is John MacArthur's favorite song. Right yeah, now. exactly. Uh, <laughs> he would not tell Michael W. Smith to go home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay. So, if if we have a Christian frame of reference, a properly orthodox Christian frame of reference, I can see what he's getting at, right? I mean... It may look like I am surrounded by the enemy, but God is sovereign over the circumstance, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I mean, we'll just get go ahead and throw this out there. There is literally no mention of God uh, explicitly in this song. Uh, there's no mention of Jesus. What's the refrain in the chorus? This is how this I fight my battles. I fight my battles. How many? One, two, three, four, eight, eight times. Eight times. Yes. And that's it. That's that's literally the whole the whole song. So so I I will admit I'm not terribly familiar with the song. And uh, I when Cody said we were going to chat about it today, I just uh, googled the lyrics, and you know Google will populate <laughs> something from like mu- yeah I know right from Music's Match is where this comes from. And and then the first line starts off this. That's how we fight our battles. This is how I fight my battles. So on and so forth. Oh, but that's then, right. At the the but, very last chorus is this is how we fight our battles. Yeah. So there's variety. <laughs> but after there is the variety. Line, after the fourth line of what's notated as the intro, in parentheses, there is the word there are the words praise and worship. <laughs> like I mean <laughs> like I know you can't see the camera, but it's no, I have the same said, thing pulled up. Yeah, it's just praise and worship. This <laughs> like, this is that is Bela, bro. That is that is on the same level as a rapper saying his own name in a song. It's like we have to say the genre, praise and worship. <laughs> and you know that's just like an ad lib live. That that's not even properly the song, right? Yeah. yeah. Did he does he actually say it? Does he say praise and worship? It's probably like what you could describe as a selah. I mean, you said that, John. It, it's yeah. It, just I, I honestly I'm not familiar with this song either, but I would imagine that's like a instrumental free worship. Um the the, the quote unquote uh spontaneous. Yeah, spontaneous. Yes, it, yeah. I, that's it what is, I would it, think would be going on. It is the turn on the reverb portion of the song. That's when you click on your reverb pedal. Yeah. And uh and the gold and the gold dust flies, baby. That's <laughs> that's what that is. Just crank up the HVAC. Yeah. <laughs> oh no so, so. <laughs> yeah I mean this is in stark comparison I'm, I'm, to, to one, of, one of my favorite historical songs which is the battle of the fortresses I got oh well I also like that one but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no the, the battle belongs to the lord I mean stark comparison I don't know this song's so empty like I mean, That's this a great adjective. All, all he did, yeah, all he did was like he took a bridge and like we're going to turn this bridge into a song. Like he lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> like he's sitting down with like 
Amy Grant and Stephen Curtis Chapman and you know all the guys from back in the day, and they're like, "Yo, Michael, what? Yo, Michael, what? Hey, uh, bet you can't make a whole song out of this bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I don't even know be, what to I, do at this point. This I'm could, just waiting for y'all to get all your sarcasm out, so then I can. Yeah, this could be a, a, a okay. Say, <laughs> say something by all means. Say something serious. It's like it's not like it's going anywhere. It's on tape. I, I, this 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 might might even be a you know laugh so you don't cry kind of situation, right? <laughs> say something serious, Bradley. Save us from this. Are we ready for serious? Yeah, yeah go not? ahead. Save us from our sarcasm. <laughs> get that master degree out, bro. <laughs> so uh i say a couple of things um f- for one i think we need to be careful not to disparage all repetition no no no, no. um i mean there is some place in the christian life for repetition in in christian worship for right repetition holy 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 Yep. Holy, holy, holy. I mean, the the refrain in heaven over and over again is right. a constant uh, awareness, fresh awareness of the holiness of God that prompts the song to be sung over and over again. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say, rejoice. So there there is a place for repetition for the reinforcing of truth. Yep. The truth about um, God who he is, what he's doing, and our confidence in him. So there is there is a place for the Christian to say, perhaps over and over again, I will trust the Lord. God is holy. I will rejoice. Yep. Because sometimes we need that to get past circumstances, for right? Rejoice in the Lord always. And I will yeah. say it again. <laughs> right. That's what I, yeah. So you, you sometimes the Christian needs to repeat that because either my circumstances or my emotions or both are trying to tell me the opposite of what I know to be true. Right. So let's don't disparage all repetition, but at the same time, we got to ask the question, what are we repeating and why? Yep. And I think that question is, is a legitimate one about this song because as I think John's word is absolutely right. The song is so empty. There's too many blanks. Yep. This is yep. how I fight my battles. That's not clarified. What, what, what is how you fight your battles? What is how you fight? Perhaps it's that I fight my battles by reminding myself that when I feel surrounded by the enemy, what's the line? Um, it may feel like I'm surrounded, but, but I'm, I'm surrounded, surrounded by, by you. So, so maybe that's the answer to that question. Maybe, right. but that feels like that feels like there's a lot of empty space between those in, in connecting those dots. Right. Um, so that would be a legitimate question because if, if we're just repeating to provoke emotion, then that's almost like mind manipulation. It's, it's, right. it's, it's provocative. It's, uh, which, you know, or it's, what, what's the word I'm looking for, John? It's, it's, uh, I don't know. We, we've turned worship into some sort of mindless, um, hype that we're mm-hmm. trying to generate you know if they came up with a good musical riff and we found a lyric that we can repeat over and over again mm-hmm. that 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 tends to lead i think towards empty emotion um as opposed to genuine worship reflecting over and over again on the holiness of god or the truth um 
of scripture. Um, you know that I don't have a problem with repetition in general, uh, or repetition that is good and healthy for the Christian. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm not going to dismiss a song because it's repetitive alone. Right. I just think we got to be careful with it. And I also want to say something about the free spontaneous worship. But we can. I'll let you guys feedback uh, on what I just said um, before I get there. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I didn't chime in when when you asked me to. I, uh, I I was I was listening, but I couldn't I couldn't think on the on the spot. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I've used this word before in conversation, um, incantation. There you go. Uh, there you yeah. go. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, John's the word guy. When it's. <laughs> I need I need you in my life more consistently, John. <laughs> <laughs> if only we weren't so far away, um, I would be there. I would be there. Um, but you know, when you when you look at the trend of of the the modern, well, non orthodox church, and I'm not saying that that Smitty falls into this category. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know his heart. You know, I and it's it's not right for me to to judge that. Aside from the whole saving Nashville thing about a year ago, that was that was odd, or New Orleans or whatever it was. Yeah, when, um, it, was, it was Nashville when when you when you literally say, "Hey, God told me that He's going to save everybody in Nashville because yeah. of this concert I'm putting on." Like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, the, there is a trend, not 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 in music, but it's certain. I mean, not, not just in music, but it's certainly there as well that there are certain divisions of supposed Christianity that pose that they can incense God to do something rather yes. than cry, mm-hmm. rather than crying out with a, uh, with a contrite heart being, you know, Lord save us Hosanna. Right. Um, aside from that, because God is attentive to our prayer. You know, God does love his children and provide for us. Uh, however, um, not because we said things a certain way, not because we um, we have the power to invite him in, like, oh, if, you know, we must bring him down. Holy Spirit, invade us, invade us now, um, so that he comes and, and joins us. And then The, only, the Holy Spirit us. only arrives in a church service with... The proper amount of invitation and fog machine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's it, what the reverb exactly. for. Why it's all. <laughs> why it's all. Shh. Um. But. Um. So it, it does feel that in some cases um, that there is this notion of incantation, where you're trying to uh, incense God to, to to do something, and. Uh, when I don't know where I was going with that, um, but well, I think it, that may have. I think that, that may that, have been. Yeah, oh, that's exactly what what I was trying to say because uh, the word I was looking for. It's a great. That's a great word. I mean, the tradition I grew up in, um, Pentecostal charismatic tradition, and specifically cutting my teeth on. In quote unquote praise and worship music in the late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands, there was a lot of repetitive music that was written. Now I feel yeah. like of late, uh, the some of the modern songs have gotten much more hymn like than they were a lot of in them, the yeah. late nineties. Yeah, uh, because Thank there was goodness. 
Yeah, because we used to call them choruses. Yeah. Yep. As opposed to hymns. Awesome God. Exactly. One. Exactly. And you and, knock and my mullins again. This podcast is done. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you there was boy. a sense. There, there was a sense. Like I think you know that Rich Mullins tune was great. I loved it. I still like it. Uh, but there was a sense that if we sang it enough times, mm-hmm. right, the fire would fall. Right. And the fire falling was usually, you know, uh, confirmed when there was a lot of emotion or ecstatic expression or whatever uh, that was taking sure, place. Sure. And, and that, to me, I feel like Michael W. Smith over the years has migrated more towards that kind of. No, absolutely. Um, uh, I don't know. Theology of worship than maybe where he started but um that that's where i think we got to be careful and yep. and and certainly avoid you know any notion whatsoever that we are going to provoke god and sense god um do some sort of incantation with a song that's going to get god to show up and do stuff right that that is that's wicked yeah in my opinion that that we've crossed a line there that and that was that was the thought that was the prevailing thought you know it was in the in the Pentecostal church you repeat the chorus mm-hmm. three or four or five six times mm-hmm. as opposed to in the Baptist church you only sing it once after every verse and then you're done right um, and that there there is some dangerous thinking that that could be included in a song like that and that's that's where I would caution but again I would not disparage repetition in general right we're, we're not we're not against repetition we're not against simple songs we've said that exactly several times uh not every song has to be a treatise yep. <laughs> not every song has to be a novel uh but every song needs to needs to be rooted in truth yeah and what i mean what we don't see in these three lines uh is there's not a whole lot of truth that's actually being explicitly stated. Yes. There may be truth if you dig down deep enough, if you actually have to ask, and I, I haven't heard Michael W. Smith uh, explain the song like we have with Corey Asbury with Reckless Love, which actually made it worse. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and we haven't, you know, we can't see into his heart, but at the same time, what we see is, ugh, like we've said, it's an incantation, it's empty, like, we can do better. We can. We should do better. We should. I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, so a little absent-minded here. Not not because of the, well, absolutely because of the, but uh, because I mean, being Lutheran <clears throat> my whole life, um, there there hasn't really been this this overtone or undertone of. Uh, um, fighting battles, right? Um, but that's something yeah. that, that's something that I've heard so much. O- only mighty from, fortresses. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, to to that point, we focus on our refuge from the battle. We focus on that mighty fortress. We um, we focus on the steadfastness of God, the steadfastness of His Word. You know, that's what was focused on um, throughout the throughout the the hymnal. Uh, which which is what I grew up in. So this concept of battle, other than the battle belongs to the Lord, uh, which you know, one of my favorite older older songs. I think that that one clocks back to the nineties or the eighties or nineties or so. Um, 
but gosh darn recently like i mean and not to not to bash um Furtick or or whoever but um i mean if you look at elevation and you look at bethel and uh i mean these these houses of worship that are putting out a good deal of our our ccm catalog nowadays um but you even look at uh you know, planet shakers or i mean there's there's this very distinct uh tone of conquering something uh and that seems to be the emphasis uh rather than christ and him crucified right um and, and that in and of itself leads to sanctification and leads um to the work of the spirit in our lives um, to help us navigate those battles, sure, but that's not where it goes. It's just a battle, you know, the the Goliaths in your life, right? Is is what we hear hashtag so you're not David, right? You're not David. Um, I don't oh, care man. if Matt Chandler like pseudo recanted that. You're not David, bro. Um, you know, Cody almost into- jumped out of his chair when you teed him up for that. Looking in scripture. Um, I mean, according to the uh, uh, the concordance uh, at the end of the Lutheran Study Bible, which is just ESV, um, you know, with a certain snooty flavor to it, um, the word battle appears in Scripture, at least of itself, about eight different times. And the only two that have anything to do with God's people responding to that battle are Chronicles, during the Moabites, the Ammonites, and the Jehoshaphat piece, um, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight them in battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. So, yeah, when I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you, but what does that mean? Where does that go? Where does that take us? You know, right. we go to... Uh, uh, we go to Psalm eighteen thirty nine. For you equipped me with the strength for the battle. You made those who rise against me sink under me. Uh, you made my enemies turn their backs to me. Those who hated uh, hated me, I destroyed. They cried for help. There was no to say. Answer them. Um, I think you of uh, me, right? I mean, I think I think of uh, is it Moses? Is it Moses where he's like, all you have to do is shut up. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is is be still. God's going to take care of all of this right now. Just watch. Yeah, yeah at the absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when when we look at the references to battle or warfare within Scripture, the the trend or or the emphasis is not um, is not first off. You know, you got this because you got God. That's not the emphasis. The emphasis is God's got this and God's got you. Yeah. Yep. And so when we stand up without, and once again, adding a little bit of conjecture here, when we stand up and we sing, this is how I fight my battles. When I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. And this is how I fight my battles. We've got it wrong. The, I mean, you can, you can make it right in context. The text it, itself it, of the song is not necessarily lousy, but there is so much lack of context that just to grab this song because it's 
it's a chorus, right? This is what us, you know, us modern day worship leaders grew up with, you know, raising our hands and shouting out, this is how I fight my battles. But, uh, I mean, it's that same emotional cry, right? Um, but the problem is, is that the emphasis is wrong there. In, in fact, in Chronicles, you will not have to fight this battle. You don't have to fight this battle. God does so on, his, on your behalf, to his glory, to your benefit. God fights the battle. So shut up and stand there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, well, that's and, what it is. Yeah. You know? Finish well, us out here, Bradley. Well, you, you, I think, John, you hit the nail on the head. And what's sad is I don't have a like whole a lot of confidence. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of confidence. Like you, 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 as you're talking, you sort of, um, you, you inform the context in which that song could be sung perhaps with biblical thinking, but I don't have a whole lot of confidence that in, in the majority of places where this song is sung, that time is being taken to go, okay, this is what we mean. Right. When when we yeah. repeat this lyric over and over again, here's what we're focusing on. I don't have a whole lot of confidence that's being done. I think it, songs like this tend to get sung in a vacuum. Yep. And it was it, on the radio. It's popular. Yeah, because you can get kind of to a certain point in a worship service and musically slide into that that riff and that refrain, and it's 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 emotional, but it's yeah. empty. And there's no contextualization being done there. And so could it be harmful? I think absolutely it could be harmful. It, it could be, at, at, at best, it could be wasted time in worship. Yeah. At worst, it could be reinforcing a wrong notion about what spiritual warfare is and Christian battle fighting is all about, according to Scripture. So I agree with John. Awesome. Let's move on to the Inquisition, shall we? And here is the Inquisition. You can submit those questions every week in the uh, Doxology Podcast Lounge on Facebook. Uh, from Lee Harrison, uh, what is the produ- production time for one pedal? Um, it kind of depends. Uh, I do have on the website, give me three to five business days for shipping uh, because I might n- need to get something printed. I might have to build it up outright. Uh, usually, worst case scenario, uh, for turnaround time, not actually building stuff is about two weeks. Uh, usually, I can get it out in a couple days. Um, that's a fun one from Brian Morris, but we're running short on time, so we're going to punt that to next week. Uh, Matt Paragoy, how do you handle compliments from congregation members after you play a worship service? Or, I guess, Bradley, whether you play or preach. Mm. Um, I say thank you. Yeah, right? Because... Um, I, I, I don't I don't like this whole thing well it's not me it's God um, you know if someone wants to compliment um, my effort that's not robbing God of glory right um, it's it, it I, I, I and and because what I'm appreciating is that the person took the time to show appreciation for how God may have used the gifts he's given me 
uh, and my effort to bless the church, encourage the church. And so I don't think it's wrong or um, glory robbing from God to just simply say, thank you. I appreciate yeah. the yeah. compliment. Yeah. 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 It looks like Matt kind of answered his own question uh, in, in the uh, post as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think we can, we can echo that. It's, it's totally cool to say thank you. And if someone says worship was excellence today, um, just like he mentions, you know, I'm glad you were able to uh, to to focus on the goodness of God and and, and worship Him uh, in this space. Yeah, thank you for saying something. You know, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna keep this keep this last one anonymous. We could probably turn this into an entire episode, but uh, uh, from a pastoral standpoint, where do you draw the line on just talking to and actually removing someone from the team? And here's why we're gonna keep it an anonymous for example i have a bass player who uh graduated recently from a rehab center connected to our church and has been a believer for about two years but he recently moved in with his girlfriend while he and while he swears that he's saving himself for marriage spoiler alert no he's not um and (laughs) doesn't understand why his choice isn't above reproach and had to be suspended um so i mean obviously there's you know, there. I think there should be some kind of conversation going on all the time, just basic discipleship within your within your worship team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's and not just like correctional type stuff, just talking about God <laughs> in yeah. general. Uh, so you have to have that baseline um, and building up that kind of trust. But yeah, in terms of like shacking up with a girlfriend or something, that's that is definitely grounds for removal because it's it's kind of one of those it's one of those situations where it's like are we going to actually put up with this does that make sense like just with our current culture and yeah. not not just with the current culture you know what i mean yeah yeah um, i'm tired i'm tired from physical therapy on my knee cut me some slack <laughs> but but the attitudes surrounding sex are so flippant that in the church that we have to draw that line and be like, no, you're, Absolutely. we're not dealing, we're not putting up with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the you know, on a, ahead, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, John. I don't even know what you said, but like, it was just blah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some, some hip hop fill. Blah, blah. Hey man, um, don't get me rap or, or a death core <laughs> right before a yeah. death core breakdown with a blah. <laughs> Um, no, sorry, no, 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 I know, I know that's, yeah, that's, that's different. Um, but Proceed. that's the only thing I can do. I'm dude. Anyways. Um, so we, we said a number of geez months at this point ago that we were going to dedicate an episode to, to this topic and we very well may. Um, but uh, a number of months ago, um, there were three of us who were kind of interim band leaders. Um, we each had our own responsibility roles. Um, since then, one of those individuals has been dismissed. And we'll, we'll save the discussion uh, of, of kind of what happened um, and, and what my observations were uh, once there's been a little more, little more time to put that water under the bridge. Um, but in general, uh, the last straw for this particular individual was... Uh, uh, was dishonesty, and one of his siblings as well. Uh, 
they were confronted with a question of uh, regarding their intentions. It wasn't to bring down the church. It wasn't to shack up with the girlfriend. They're both married. You know, it wasn't anything that was like blatantly sinful. Like someone would be like, oh my goodness, you're doing that and they're on the team. No, it was, um, there was an intention to leave the church uh, because they didn't agree with, with leadership or whatever. They apparently were making plans to have a, a big last send-off, um, unbeknownst to anyone else. Uh, and they were confronted by pastoral leadership. And, hey, we, we've heard through the grapevine that you're planning on, on, on leaving us uh, silently and are making, uh, making plans and, and even uh, choosing music for worship service. Uh, based around that fact, um, are you able to to share uh, any 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 information there? To which they denied it, and of course, pastoral leadership had in front of them the text messages that were sent to others. I mean, I, I swear to all the 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 whole of 2019 is just freaking middle school, and it's annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, but we had we had essentially the proof in front that. that of everything that was going on and they vehemently denied it. And because of that, they were dismissed, not because of the action, but because of the denial. So, I mean, that's kind of a, uh, that bright line, that unrepentance, I think, cause I think we're, we're seeing that yeah. with, with this, uh, anonymous, was it a drummer or bass player or, or something Basis. like that yeah. is, is that there is that, uh, that sense of, of a potential unrepentant heart um, yeah. of, of turning away from that which could cause us to sin or that is sin mm-hmm. itself. Um, yeah. And uh, so from my experience, that, that that's what we've seen. You want to finish this out there, Bradley, and I'll do the outro. I, I just I agree with John wholeheartedly. I think, yeah. um, you know, there there's certainly, I think, some, you know, sins maybe that black from just purely black and white you know if someone is steeped in it it may not be best for them or the church for them to be on the platform at that time i mean that's a judgment call that you have to make right um but i certainly think that if if a team member is not walking in repentance and humility and honesty then that that's not someone that you want up in front of the people representing the church, leading the church, that's just, that's not above reproach. I think it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, yeah, I, I, I agree, John. I think that's, that's, that's the, really the, the border, the line that we need to, we need to really hold true is, is, is there, is there genuine repentance? Because I imagine if this guy would have come clean and just said, yeah, you know, here's what's going on. Uh, here's what I've done, you know, and, uh, you know, would say, you know, I, I'm sorry, yeah. I was wrong. This, this wouldn't have ended the way it did. So, I mean, yeah. not to put quite a point on it, but we've got to, we've got to watch out for those, those semi-hardened hearts, right? Who exactly uh, to the call of repentance or, or, or the gospel. So, yeah. Cody, take us home, bro. All righty. Follow us, comment on Facebook and Instagram. 
Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and leave a five-star review. That is how you fight your battles. Uh, you can support the show at anchor.fm, uh, and you can donate money and help us improve. That's <laughs> to donate $10 a month for a year. I actually did that on the fly. Uh, and get your choice of a Piper Drive version to our Wickliffe Fuzz. And since we mentioned the You're Not David thing, we'll leave you... Uh, audio for the demo of either the edwards overdrive or the dually which is to edwards um the next special edition art is going to be uh three uh duallys with you're not david as the art um so there you go thanks for listening (laughs) later Hey everyone, I'm excited to introduce to you today the version 2 of the Dually by Westminster Effects. The Dually is basically two Edwards overdrives in one housing. And let me just tell you, this thing sounds awesome. We won't do much demoing in this video. If you would like to hear the version 2 Edwards overdrive, you can check out that separate video. However, we want to make sure you understand how well this stacks. So check this out. Thank you.